what it is to make the most out of that time off so that you can actually feel recharged and ready to go. Hi, my name is Gabriella Dennery, one of the co-lead life coaches here at Doc Working, and welcome to our podcast. I'm joined here today with my other co-lead, Jill Farmer, and today we are actually going to talk about something that is near and dear to a lot of people's heart, is how to make the most out of your vacation time, and not in terms of work, but in terms of getting the rest and the recuperation that you need. And so, Jill, I know you have a lot of ideas about this, about what it is to make the most out of that time off so that you can actually feel recharged and ready to go. And so what would be an approach? Well, first of all, I want to say, I really think it's always really important to recharge your batteries, to mix your metaphor here, refuel your tank, (laughs) reboot your computer, however you want to look at it during your vacation. It has never been more important than it is right now because of what physicians, anyone in healthcare has really had to endure over the last 19 months. There's really no other word other than endure. And, you know, you've strengthened yourself through resilience and really done amazing things and totally recognize that. And so a scenario that comes up a lot with my physician clients is kind of just really emptying the tank coming up to vacation. I just got to get to vacation. I just got to get to vacation. And so that they enter vacation with nothing left in the tank. And then once they get there, it's kind of hard, people discover, to switch gears. The engine is still revving, even though there's really no gas in it. Somehow it's on vapors. And then it takes a minute, sometimes days to sort of switch gears. And then it feels like it's time to come back. And then you come back, there's this big pile of stuff to do. And so while that can be really challenging, I think there's a few things that we can do that can make vacation be a more effective way to serve us. And when you're just totally parched dry to be able to fill up that tank again. One of the ideas for that is to recognize that whatever challenges or issues are still there before vacation, they don't all have to be solved and fixed and perfect before you go on vacation. Just like they probably wouldn't be solved and fixed and perfect if you were there in a given week because there's new stuff coming in all the time. And so I want to just take away the mythology from the pattern perfectionism that everything has to be tied up in a bow and perfect before you leave. You really have to be willing to discipline yourself to say what is good enough is 51% of having what I need to have covered from a health, wellness, and safety perspective of those that I serve good enough, then that's okay. That's one of the first ways that I really want you to depressurize yourself before you head off to vacation. Gabriella, what ideas do you have for helping people to get out of that accelerator pedal to the metal mode that they tend to be on so that they can downshift and be able to rest and relax and rejuvenate? I can totally relate to this experience of going on vacation and coming back thinking I never went because there is too much. The mind is too busy. It's impossible to react. And over a week is not enough, to be honest. It doesn't take hours. It takes days, if not a week, just to get to the point where you can start getting rest. And so I think everything that you're suggesting so far, absolutely, you got to be able to be okay with it not being perfect before leaving. And at the same time, you want a bit of a plan. So are there certain notes that you really want to make sure you get done before leaving? Do you want to let your colleagues know when you're going Also set some parameters. If somebody absolutely has to get in touch with you, what are the parameters? What is the time that you allow yourself not to be found? And what times do you say, okay, I can be found under these circumstances, or 
I'm going to look at emails for 10 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon and really just be able to be very deliberate about any work-related activity if you absolutely have to. And I would add one more thing. I found that when I was in clinics, getting to that week of vacation, okay, everything will be better after that week. I'll feel great and everything will be ready to roll. It never worked. And I've tried it time and time again. Not once did it ever work. One of my good physician friends had a suggestion and a very good one. And she did this herself, like every other month, to go away for a weekend. Because there's no way you can rest at home. It just doesn't happen. So even if you have a day off or a weekend off, if you can get away as much as you possibly can to be in a space where you won't be so tempted to plug back in, to get on the cell phone, to get on the computer, but to enjoy nature, to be with family, to laugh a little, to have some fun, to engage in some enjoyable activities, and to pepper that throughout the year, as opposed to just bundling it up, waiting for all this wonderfulness and miracle of rest to happen in one week, to be able to give yourself these periodical jumps of rest or these pockets of rest throughout the year. That way, that week, you can get to maximize that time even better. And this most important, the last thing I would say is to have fun, to turn a brain off and to stop being busy overnight. I'm sorry, but that's impossible. (laughs) It'd be great to do it, but it's impossible. So imagine being able to allow yourself to have fun in different kinds of activities that are not work-related, but again, that keep your mind busy and get your creativity going and get you laughing and enjoying yourself and connecting to what's happening right now. All of these ingredients, I think, can help a lot with preparing for vacation, not just planning for it and letting everybody know and deciding how much time you're going to save or put aside for a work-related activity, such as catching up on emails a little bit. How much time are you going to dedicate to that? Make sure that you're deliberate about it. But at the same time, preparation for me is giving yourself those little pockets of time off, like quality time off throughout the year so that somehow that week is not going to be a magical week. It'll just add to that pocket. It'll be a bigger pocket of rest as opposed to the only pocket of rest. Stay tuned for more from today's guest after this important message. Did you know that August is National Civic Health Month? Civic Health Month is a month dedicated to highlighting the important connection between civic participation and health and features hundreds of hospitals and clinics and thousands of individual healthcare providers, all committed to helping their patients and providers vote like their health depends on it. Civic Health Month makes it easy for you to get involved by providing personalized tools and resources like badge backers and posters to help your patients register to vote. And the best part, it's completely free. Over 26,000 healthcare providers just like you are already taking action toward creating a health democracy. So why not join them? Visit www.civichealthmonth.org to learn more and get involved. So Jill, what do you think about that? Yeah, I would agree with you that sometimes we think that there's going to be a magic wand that gets waved when we get on vacation and our brain will just automatically change. And so your suggestion is exactly related to what I is, which is give yourself permission to change channels in your brain, not just to try to pretend that it'll automatically empty and relax, but be intentional. Try a new fun physical activity that you haven't done before, because that's going to use all the circuitry in your brain to focus on something new and allow it to change channels. Take a stack of books that you just get lost in, you know, whatever that is, mystery, (laughs) detectives, horror, does not matter whatever books that you know you get lost in that you never quite give yourself time to get lost in, 
take those. That can be a way that you signal your brain, hey, we're switching gears. The neural pathways are going in a different direction this week. I think that's really important. I have a practice when I'm on vacation of starting the day of noticing when I get that little anxiety in my gut of like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I try to gently grab one wrist with the other, put my hand on my heart and just breathe through that. And just with a kindness breath to myself, all is well. I'm in a different place, nothing to worry about. One of those just kind of quick things. And I notice that that quiets me down enough that I can say, what's the next best thing I can do right now to bring me joy? Is it a cup of hot tea on the deck of wherever I'm staying? Whatever that is, just giving yourself permission to shift the sort of reaction action cycle that is very ingrained in our pattern as we're used to being very driven. And I think those are some ways that we can begin to use the time on vacation for that rejuvenation. But I think to your point, it has to be really intentional. So you've said some really good things to kind of recap what we talked about here. The three things that I think are important that we've gathered is that it's not going to be perfect before you leave. Let good enough be good enough and a little planning, right? Blending those two things together, a little planning. So you're real clear where the coverage is. You feel good that those kinds of things are all in place. Another thing that you said that's really important when it comes to being on vacation is having boundaries in place. So when you're there, what are the things that are clear? So we have before vacation, not perfect, but a plan. When you're on vacation, also have a plan for how often, if you feel more relaxed, checking your email for 30 minutes a day, then set a timer and only do it for 30 minutes a day and then let it go until tomorrow, right? Have fun, do something that changes the channel in your brain so you're still active and occupied, but doing it in a different way, which is rejuvenating for you, whatever that is. Reading great books, taking a swim, trying surfing, rollerblading, whatever that is. And then thirdly, I think you make a really excellent point. Don't make your vacation do all the work for you (laughs) in one week. Plan more frequent getaways so that you can do this more often. And you will get better at the transition in and out of time off the more you do it. When you just say, okay, no, this is an off weekend. This is a recharge my batteries weekend. You name that for yourself. That's going to make it easier when you do have vacations to have it actually help you switch channels and feel like you come back more replenished. Final thoughts, Gabriella? I agree 100%. And yes, I'm there with the surfing lessons. Absolutely. <laughs> Above all, whatever your intention is, have fun in the process. Absolutely have fun with your time off. That's right. Gabriella and I, who sometimes forget this ourselves, I can certainly speak for myself. You deserve to have fun. You deserve to totally relax and feel joy and not be responsible for the world. So this is our giant permission slip to you. If you need to write it down on paper, you can forge both of our names. Go have fun fun, let yourself be free, enjoy so that you can come back feeling refreshed and renewed again. For Doc Working the Whole Physician podcast, I'm Jill Farmer with Gabriella Dennery. We have something really exciting at Doc Working that we want to tell you about. It's called the Doc Working Thrive Subscription Membership. And it's almost a little bit like burnout insurance. If you don't need that, you just want another way to know how to thrive. This is it. This subscription includes weekly video tips delivered straight to your inbox, exciting small monthly group coaching sessions where you actually have access to be coached by one of our top coaches at Doc Working. You get access to virtual courses, including STAT, quick wins to get your life back, 
a leadership course called A New Era of Physician Leadership, and another course called Communication for the Win. All of these courses are delivered virtually, so you can do it on your own time and with your own schedule. And you also will have access to 24-7 Private Thrive Physician Facebook community. All of these different features come to you as part of the subscription. It's an incredible value. We are so excited for this community. Don't wait. Go right now to docworking.com to find out how you can sign up for the Docworking Thrive subscription membership. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Amanda Taran. I'm the producer of the Doc Working Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like and subscribe. We would also love it if you checked out our website, which is docworking.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. On Instagram, we are docworking1, and that is with the number one. When you check us out on social, please let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast. Your feedback really means a lot to us. And if you're a physician with a story you'd like to tell, please reach out to me at amanda at docworking.com to apply to be on the podcast. Thank you again, and we look forward to talking with you on the next episode of Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast.